This is your girl, Hannah Guzman, and I am the host of this podcast show. Remember, you can keep up with us on our website at www.advicefromhannah.com. All the hustles on there. You can keep up with me and everything that I've done. If you're on the gram, Advice from Hannah. If you're on LinkedIn, Hannah Guzman for all your questions and inquiries. Now, this week's episode is called Closing the Door. It's a hard one for me to do. You know, I've had to close so many doors in my life. Like at this point, I'm just like, oh my God, why why bother opening one, right? <laughs> I'm serious. Like why bother? Like why bother opening some doors? Because I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have to close this. Why did I even bother? But as this is probably airing, I will be in the midst of madness of packing and everything because I am moving apartments for the first time in nine years, and I'm all in my feels, all in my feels. This has been a journey. I've been talking about it for the last few weeks on the podcast episode, but by the time that this episode airs, I will be knee deep into it and trying to figure out, you know, logistics wise and everything like that. I won't reveal where I'm moving. I'm still in the city of Toronto. I'm still a Toronto girl, but I'm just not in the area that I've been for the last little decade, more than a decade. So, you know, and it's kind of bittersweet because I feel like this is the missing piece to my new life. Typically, people move after, you know, separation or a breakup or divorce, they move, and I've stayed, right? And I don't know if that's had an impact on my ability to move forward and start fresh new chapters. I feel like I lived like 20 lives, but still in the same space. So, you know, it's just one of those things that I that I wonder, like, was this the right move? Am I moving to the right place? Will it be big enough? Will I like it? It's just so many things. And then I remember all the times that I moved when I was a kid. Um, I grew up on Western Road, but my mom and I, we moved, I think it was one, two, yeah, one, two, three, four times in the same street, though, where we like to live on the same street. And even when I moved out to where I am now at 17, I only moved two two blocks down. Now I'm completely moving areas again and I'm going to be in a new zip code but still in Toronto and it's just crazy to me to think that I'm not going to be in the same space, right? So I, I throw the question up to you, my fellow listener, like how has it been when you've moved? What has been something that has stood out to you? Have you broken any habits, any behaviors? You know, I feel like the more I walk in this life of mine, these 33 years of life, oh, I feel like I'm 90. I'm about to croak any minute now. But these last 33 years, I'm like, man, I've sure been through it. And it's and it's bittersweet, right? I really like the place where I live in. But unfortunately, I've got to go. The person who owns it is selling it. So 
I don't really have a choice to, but to move forward. And it's just one of those things that I wonder, like, you know, God, where else are you going to send me? What else are you going to change in my life? This has been constant moving, constant change. It's just one of those things that I'm like sitting here, I'm like, oh my God, what else? Like, what else can I have? Like, some things stay normal, some things stay sane. And it's just, it doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon. I wonder if I'm going to go back to this episode in a few years and and kind of be able to pinpoint where I was headed, right? It's the future. It's the unknown. I'm a little bit anxious. I feel like I have too much stuff. My goddaughter is like, she's going to sell some of it. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't know how I feel about people buying my stuff. Like, I feel like I'm a grandma. Don't touch my stuff. Get off my lawn. I'm a hoarder. You know? Um, I typically donate things, but I've never been one to sell anything of mine, right? But there's a lot of clothes. I've been at practically every size, every size in the book from size two to size 14. So I always say that my a yo-yo weight, a yo-yo diet. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to kind of shedding some layers, right? Shedding some layers. That's what life is all about, shedding some layers. I really feel like I have been shedding some layers, but it never seems to be enough. It never seems to be enough. It never seems to be sufficient. There's always a lesson to be learned in the growth of process in life. This one, this one has been like a rude awakening, the move, because I really wanted to make a different move. And, you know, my finances and everything showed that I wasn't there, that I was just close enough. And it was really frustrating because I don't feel like in the city, well, in Canada in general, I don't feel like the government does anything for single earners. Like everything is based on dual income and I don't have that. I have a single income. And it's just one of those things that it's like really frustrating because you really see what working middle class feels like, which is what I consider myself. I'm not below the poverty level, but I'm not in, you know, the high, the higher tax bracket. I'm working middle class and it's like, feels like a rat race. It feels like I'm never going to get anywhere because I always get stuck with these these obstacles when I'm trying to do a move and it's like you don't make enough and you have to do this and you have to pay off that and you got to jump on one leg and and pat your head and your stomach all at the same time and I'm just like oh my god why is this so complicated but I realized that they make it complicated because they don't want us the middle person the middle working class blue collar us the immigrants that we came here and we're busting our balls I'm going to say balls on my podcast because I can. And they just make it so hard and they want to discourage you. So if you're with me right now with the doors closing on you, boy, has doors closed on me. Like everything you you can imagine I've gone through. I was talking to a friend um, a few days ago. And she's like, man, you've really just gone through it in the last couple of years on the cab. I've literally let go of absolutely everything and anything that has felt comforting to me. There's nothing right now that feels comfortable in my life. I am being stretched thin in every department. I am, you know, in the corporate world, I'm being stretched thin. I'm about to, like, go have an uncomfortable conversation with who I report with. You know, I'm moving. I'm stretched thin because I got to get rid of a whole bunch of stuff. I don't have enough space. I have to buy some new furniture. I have to go measure stuff. I'm stretched thin as I've been trying to navigate healthy eating and taking care of myself and my body just being my body and not reacting to the changes that I'm giving it. I'm being stretched thin in so many different areas, you know, not just professional, but personal as well. Like, you know, it's just, it's just wild, wild west 
I have like a non-existing love life because I don't think that I don't think there is anybody out there who is willing to take the time to comprehend me on an intimate level, right? Um, I consider myself to be, as Ellis, Tracy Ellis Ross says, a rare breed. And I don't think that people, like, like people understand how different I am. Number one, number two, I'm a creative, so I think differently. And I really like my alone time, um, which makes it difficult in that department, right? Because people want to spend time with you, but I don't want to spend time with people. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I just said it out loud. I just don't. I'm tired. Like, I work a lot. Um, I have multiple jobs. This brand itself is turning into a business all on its own. And I run it. I'm a one solo person running everything. So, you know, it's just, I, I feel like I'm going up against the grid and I'm being stretched ever so thinly and I don't feel like I'm getting getting any compassion from anywhere god damn it somebody say I'm sorry I know what you're going through and give me a hug and buy me candy or something because it's just it's it's hard I'm being stretched thin and it it's just not fair life is not meant to be fair and I know that and I know this is going to make me a greater stronger better person but it's not fair and I feel like I'm allowed to say that it's not fair and it's not fair. And am I doing something to change it? Absolutely. I'm working hard. I'm making the changes. I'm getting out there. You know, I'm doing the thing. I'm knocking the doors, even though they're getting closed. But I'm still doing it. Um, so I feel you should too. So if you're listening to me right now and you're experiencing some pushback, you're experiencing that you have to grow and you're not ready to and that nothing's going your way and that you want to do something, you can't do it. It's because it ain't your time. Unfortunately, I hate to be the person to tell you it's not your time. Even though you think it's your time, it's not your time. Because the only person that knows when your time is is God. Or, you know, the stars or the crystals or whatever you believe in. Whatever higher source you believe in, that's who decides when the time is. Not you. You can work towards it. You can knock on the door. But ultimately, it may not be your time for that blessing. It may not be your time for that opportunity. So you have to learn how to be humble. This is episodes for me. Humble, sit down, and wait for your turn. Uh, wait for your turn, but not just sit there and wait, but sit there and do stuff, right? So even though I'm being stretched thinly in so many different areas, I wanted to just be consistent and jump on here and just just share my feelings, share my thoughts. I've realized that the podcast is a way for me to express myself. So the therapy, it's an outlet for me to talk about my feelings with hundreds of thousands of people. But I feel like it makes me human and it makes you human to know what I think and what I feel in hopes that you also feel it too. So you're not, you're not feeling the same way, right? It's just one of those things I wanted to jump on here and share. I am going crazy right now with all the changes, but I'm grateful that I'm able to make these changes in such an easy way, right? So. What have you been doing this week? How are you? How are things going? Are you ready for summer? Summertime in the city. We're going to some free concerts this summer. I have family coming over during the summer, so I'm excited. I don't know where everybody's going to fit, but we're going to figure it out. <laughs> and I really think that we're just going to we're going to thrive. We're going to thrive together together on this podcast. But 
I got to get up out of here because these boxes keep looking at me, yo. <laughs> the boxes keep looking at me. I think they're going to eat me. I think they're going to eat me. The boxes. Ah, the boxes are going to eat me. Anywho, if nobody's told you today, I love you. I want you to have the best week of your life. This is your favorite podcast host, Hannah Guzman, coming at you from her bedroom studio in Toronto. Even though I'm only in the studio,